Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 204. Our guest tonight, Joe Piano. Sun, uh, sun down. 
feels like it'll never change The story of my life Poison in my veins I made a And this time 
about this life God knows that I've been blessed Heaven knows I tried my best Time's flying by and I just love to be alive When it's finally time for me to rest I will sing Hey, uh, before we get too far, I got to say again, like, subscribe, follow Top Hill Recording Podcast. Make sure you uh, hit us on YouTube, hit us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight, it is solo host night. <laughs> got Spencer over there on the switcher, so he's co-hosting from the switcher room. What's up, everybody? Dude, this is, uh, this is new. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is weird. So I do got to say thank you guys for being malleable this week. I have finally... After all this time, about a week ago, mm-hmm. the vid finally got me. <sighs> and it hit me pretty good, man. I was tired as hell, but I'm finally on the rebound. It's fi- good to be back in the podcast. It was your studio. first time? First time. Wow. I got that far. And, man. You know, I had a recording session in the studio, and uh, it, one of those guys got me. Mm-hmm. What can you say? You know, it happens. It happens. I I, I thought, you know, I thought I was immune, but it turns out I am not. 
So, <laughs> so yeah, again, thank you guys. Join for, the club, man. Join the club. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate y'all uh, working with me, hooking it up. We even had an issue with studio lo- location there for a second, <laughs> but you you stuck through. So We were just standing around somebody's house, I guess. <laughs> now, you're probably at the right place, the original one. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, nobody's there. You, you know, the studio is totally empty. It's mm-hmm. a sad room now. This was like... A minute down the street so yeah super easy we could have just came on the wrong day yeah too yeah <laughs> now right day wrong spot it but totally glad you showed up um spencer and i just got a, a show we always talk about mm-hmm. well don't always talk about but getting into this new format that we've kind of adopted the four songs up front man always put you in the right space i feel like mm-hmm. you know you guys came in and uh, really nailed it uh, and very very interesting stuff but before we get into all that let's go back a little bit um and, and talk about how you guys got together but we're going to go individual we'll start on my right your left jesse uh if you wouldn't mind yeah. just kind of telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into music i know all, uh just from talking to you earlier you said everybody here is multi-instrumentalist so kind of when you go through this, how in the world did you get to as many instruments and all that stuff, too? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, Jesse Weber Owens. I uh, grew up here in Louisville. Um, I got into music pretty early um, with my dad playing playing guitar. He was a, a classical guitar major. And um, I've been playing since I was pretty young. But um, this and that. But... Uh, Sorry, I got all nervous on that. <laughs> um, but so these guys, I'll say, um, Johnny, this this John, there's two Johns here, but we call him Gene to make John, things Gene, easier. John, just but, uh, for no confusion. I grew up in a church where my mom was a pastor, and so coming up when I was maybe in my teens, John uh, and his wife, uh, Krista, were coming around to church, and so years back me and Johnny started playing together a whole lot and uh have been since uh I met this guy at Heine the Heine brothers that I used to go to every day uh with yeah chin with Heine brothers <laughs> shout out I was gonna say which one man you couldn't yeah. just hanging like that <laughs> yeah um no, that used to be the spot. But uh, I know. did one of you work there? Or did you uh, work there? Yeah, I think I was uh, I was helping out manage uh there at the time. So how did the conversation of being musicians come up? It just Well, Joe comes in and he'll talk about anything. <laughs> I mean he's 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 he talks to everyone. He's he's a social butterfly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he comes in and starts and starts talking to me about music, I think, and just so happened that I had studied music. I I used to be a little crazier and I used to always go in every day to play chess in the in the coffee shop because like i would play against myself but like you know both sides and that was at that point a practice of like i have like really bad paranoia i need to be able to get comfortable with being like around people and being in public and stuff so i was like i'm just gonna go to the coffee shop and play chess every day just to you know get out and walk and so yeah we probably talked about music for a year and a half before we ever ended up playing together, but huh. we've been good buddies for a while though. Interesting social exercise there to kind of get yourself <laughs> out of your own head. Yeah. Huh. Go play chess with myself. At the I can't tell place. who's winning when I play. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that might be good. And that, that will uh, lead me to some questions later about some of these songs that, that you all have together. Um, 
but Jean Jean John. Uh, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Main Jean the Green Bean. Main Jean the Green Bean is something I know. Main Jean the Green Bean. All right, man. So t- tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started, and how you got to where you are now. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been playing music for a while. I When I was, I think, around six, my, my mom had a, uh, like a Yamaha um, upright piano in the house. So uh, she kind of started teaching me a few things on that. And I, I didn't, I guess I wasn't the best at practicing, but I always had a fun time playing it. And then by the time I was in middle school, I started playing the trumpet. And I think slowly over the years, I got more into that. And I, I started playing guitar in like eighth grade and started learning about more like chord structure. And, and that kind of like renewed my love for the piano. So I got more into that and started doing more jazzy stuff. And uh, by the time I was going off to college, I went to go get my, um, degree in jazz trumpet so i studied for four years to get a bachelor in that and uh then i graduated and played in a few bands and worked and it was during that point in time while working that i met i met joe over here uh and you know it's funny because he said we talked for like a year and a half before we actually like started playing like we we even like would hang out and everything yeah 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 and you know he'd show me his guitars and we would talk and everything and i think one day uh, I, we can talk more about the bass later if you want the tub, but, uh, but I had, uh, I had the tub sitting around for a while. I never really learned how to play it. And I brought it over one day just to show it off to Joe. And we, <laughs> and we kind of like started messing around and I was like, Oh, I've always wanted to play this with someone. And I think, I know you yeah. liked it. So, uh, I was like, dude, do you want to play that in the band? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we started, uh, we started, uh, yeah, jamming a bit more, and and then I met Johnny through through Joe and everything, and uh, you know you're always making more and more connections as a musician. So I feel like I've met a lot of people through Joe and all the other bands I've played in. Mm. So that's cool. Interesting uh, jug bass that you have there. Number one to oh, yeah, to, yeah. to be a trumpet jazz trumpet major to get to there is interesting. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't. I, you know, I actually haven't been playing it that long. Like I said, ever since we started jamming, which was maybe not even five years ago, yeah, I would say, yeah, like, like, that we start. I mean, hell, it was probably four, three years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So uh, I'm definitely, uh, I can't, you know, don't try to throw me in a jazz band and play the tub, right? Because <laughs> it's not going to, well, it's probably not tru- going to go trumpet, well. Right? But yeah. yeah, give me the trumpet yeah. for that. But, but it's, I mean, it's <laughs> fun just like, you know, it's nice being able to, I think most musicians would say it's pretty fun to like try out different instruments mm-hmm. and be able to, the best way to get good at those instruments is to play with other people. I think, you know, we're always saying so it's been a fun experience. For sure. Um are we good on over there? All right. Just make sure I heard a uh, whoo email not a not a storage thing. All right. <laughs> so um interesting that you uh, number one, jazz trumpet major degree right you get a degree in that i've got this this guy over here um who is in the in i told him before i mean this is interesting that you're saying that because right before you got here he met with the uh some people at u of l to talk about his future and what he wants to do you know he he didn't go straight to school uh needed some time off because he wasn't didn't like school yeah dedicated student didn't you know doing the normal stuff so anyway, he has this meeting today at UofL about kind of doing some things and, and getting a, a scholarship, well, not a scholarship, but pursuing a music major. Right, right. So 
as a jazz trumpet major, what does that look like? With once you do get that degree, you know, he's going, he's going to have to do some crazy stuff because he's doing music therapy. That's his end goal. Oh, okay, wow. Okay, Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. That's cool, man. Yes. Yeah, that's a whole nother, shout out nother to, route. <laughs> shout out to Aunt Mel. She's also my aunt, music therapist. Awesome. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, the, you, you guys probably have a lot to talk about because this is a direction that you're talking about. And then with you going through the school of music, which he would be, you know, um, can you speak about that to him, about the benefits of doing yeah. something like that and then spending that time um, honing your craft and getting to a position where... Yeah, you, you know, it's... Words. And, you know, I always look back now, because I think we were talking earlier how I, I got a, a second degree recently, and I, I look do kind of look back and wish that I had maybe taken some time off between go before going back to to university because i feel like i would have maybe like put more time and energy into it now like where i am now versus back then um but i think you know it's like a lot of people do come out of those programs and for lack of a better way to say it they're they're a little discouraged by music then because it is a lot and and you do get like criticized a lot and it is a lot of work but i think overall you know even if you're you know, it's hard to be a musician. It's hard to make a living doing that. But even even so, you're still picking up a lot of other skills. Like my the my arranging, like and composing, and the way I write music has come such a long way because of those four years I spent in school. So I always say it's it's less of a performance thing and more of a history thing. You're learning how how did other people perform this music? How was this music played? So I think that's a good mindset to go in with. Like. You're not you're not going to always get to like do what you want to do. You're not always going to get to yeah, play what you want to yeah, play, but that's not the point. The point is looking at at history and understanding what other people did and then later on uh utilizing those tools into your own playing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean also like music therapy is pretty different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, I mean that, is. that's that's neat. I mean that's I don't I can't even imagine like my brother uh is it does um did uh psychology and I don't I guess he had to study some therapy he's kind of going uh, like an industrial route now but I mean I can't like I can't even imagine working that I just want to commend you for that because a lot of people don't realize what being a music therapy music therapist really entails mm -hmm. and that you know that's a there's a different side beside the music that is yes, right. a, yeah. that you know people I think that that's a, a little underappreciated of a mm -hmm. career. And so well, psychology kudos. degrees on on the, you know in and of themselves are like you know really involved. I mean, there's a, that's Indeed. a lot to to learn. I mean, you know, different people's behaviors and um, and that kind of thing, and how to read those things and and then respond to them. But to do that in the context of music, you still have to learn all the other things <laughs> yeah. about psychology. Yeah. It's not like you're just going for music, right, so. right. And I was also going to say that Johnny can probably talk more about the school aspect of it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he was he, he studied even longer than I did. It was good to save him for last. Yeah, John was over there doing a lot of head nodding. I was like, yeah, all right, good. We're setting him up. We're giving him a softball yeah, right. to knock out of the park. <laughs> so I guess what I what do you know about music, man? <laughs> no, so uh, John, tell us uh, what do you do. Well, I am a violist in the Louisville Orchestra. Oh, okay. So whoop, no whoop. big deal there. <laughs> there's, not, there's nothing to talk about now. <laughs> so yeah, it's insane. That's so crazy. And mm -hmm. it is a perfect night for you guys to be here. It, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Because he, I'm telling you, right before he walked in, I said, hey, 
We're not going to think about school right now. You're going to no. have a good time. It's going to be fine. <laughs> right, right. Stop worrying. It's fine. Yeah. And then we are. It, this puts it in in a way mm-hmm. that that forces you to listen. It does, and yes. not be reacting. So, uh, John, kind of take us through your upbringing and how you got to the point that you landed in the Louisville Orchestra, that being a bad, bad man. <laughs> <laughs> really well, bad. I actually grew up uh, in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, uh, a lot of people who were in the Olive Orchestra weren't born and raised here. Uh, so I grew up in Columbus, and I started playing the violin. And uh, um, after seeing my sister play the violin for you know for four years, um, sitting there being the younger kid at the time, and uh, you know I, I I probably picked it up because of her. And then you know I I started you know taking the same lessons, doing the same pieces she was doing. That kind of thing. So there's like a real progression of like me doing the same thing that my sister was doing. And, um, you know, ended up going to college for it, um, to bachelor's and then master's. So I got my master's in viola performance uh, from Rice University. And then I won that, won this job here in Louisville the next year after graduating. No so, kidding. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. How long have you been doing that? Uh, 17 years, actually. That I've been in the work for 17 years. Insane. Number one, you don't look like you've uh, been out of college for 17 <laughs> no. years. So congratulations, well, good you, sir. sir. Uh, that, but yeah, that's, um, that is wild <laughs> to think that you've been in that since 17 years. I bet there's, are you one of the longest tenured no, no, members? people who've been there for uh, 35, 40 years. <laughs> Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, no, yeah. Just so when I when I retire, I'll probably have been in there for almost 40 years. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, and I imagine, you know, going to work may be tedious, but it's probably rewarding every time. I mean, I, we, we just played some, uh, you know, world premieres mm-hmm. this morning. I recorded some, like, for, uh, you know, for them to have access to those this morning. So, yeah, I mean, it's I get to play new stuff all the time. I get to play lots of old stuff, too, so... Well, and you you've got a um, a super super amazing up and coming you know Teddy Abrams who's been oh, around yeah, forever yeah. you know he, uh, hopefully he stays here but you know if when stuff comes open there's no telling who's going to call him you never know you never, you never know. know but you know we'll we'll uh, we'll keep the progression going I mean we have a, sure. an incredible history in this little orchestra you know doing um, commissioning so many different composers to write for us and. We're continuing that that effort, and we're also doing a lot of stuff around the state. We've been uh, in fifty counties. I heard this morning. No um, kidding. Doing different doing different uh, presentations in the last couple of years, and we're going to hopefully continue that. Phenomenal, so. man. I mean, that is a very very important um, public public art, and needs to be continued. I'm always an advocate for any type of um, any type of way you can get music out there, but especially through through you know the city and through I just think it's awesome. The way that the orchestra is like how he's talking about it, like we need that orchestra. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, uh, probably a lot of people maybe in their city don't like, but also people that are listening that aren't from here, it is very different. Like he said, with just like the, they do some off the wall stuff. Yes, and totally. Just totally. Weird projects. Nothing is, is, um, there's a lot, a lot of reaching out to, not only the public in spots that you wouldn't normally see the orchestra, but you know, I know that as as somebody that's been, you know, we've been doing this is what episode two hundred four, and recently 
uh, Teddy Abrams did something like in a house or something. It was crazy, but he had Scott Smith and Catherine Brooks, and there was a bunch of uh, Blaze Grudy. There was a bunch of artists that we've had on here that they did this thing that was just totally about uh, just interweaving all these different artists, and, and it was awesome. Just seeing that, I didn't, I, and those type of things that, that just really kind of connect artists, public, with something that the orchestra, it always feels big. You know, it feels like yeah, such a yeah, big yeah. thing. Yeah. So when it, you can break it down like that, it feels more uh, reachable. So I, it's, it's very, very cool uh, and probably super important that, that you guys are here. So, but for you guys and the other members of Joe Piano, when you have somebody, like you went to school, you've done the trumpet, but you're playing this bass. Um, Jesse, we didn't talk about your background with schooling and stuff, but when you have somebody that spent 17 years doing, playing professional music with the Louisville Orchestra that chooses to be a part of what you are doing, does that validate you? Absolutely. Yeah. What does that feel like? Well, I'll say that, so if you've been in the orchestra for 17 years, I'm 28, so I don't know the math. So I was young in the church when him and Chris, yeah, Yeah. 11 years old. And it's funny because sometimes like, I, I never really talked to John much. I mean, we like, hello. And he's, you know, pulled me aside a couple of times to, the talk. Say, Boy, um, I don't like the way you live. And we went to church together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I think at one point during, uh, I think in 2018, I had this really bad, gnarly summer where I was like using a lot and, you know, not doing great. And I called him uh, just to kind of, I think by then we were kind of more kind of buddies. I mean, maybe not though. Like we weren't, um, but I, I called him to like come jam and play music and so we played together and it was just stuff i was improvising on the guitar and he was he's a great improviser and i think that he kind of was the first person to point out to me like 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 dude this is good stuff or something you know where i think i think i'd had a pretty negative self-opinion as a me like not not negative but like not validated like you said it was very validating because you know he was coming around to hang out and to be friends and you know play some music but i guess yeah i guess uh he i guess he was kind of like oh like i don't don't know but yeah so was was that around uh, you know i don't know the the timeline of when some of the stuff is do you write the lyrics yeah everything Mm -hmm. so was that when kind of like uh nosedive and schizo escape 2 was written around 2018 ish 20 yeah i would say so i i think around 2018 um i started writing songs like crazy like um hundreds and hundreds of songs you called me up like you like or texted me like Oh, I just wrote another song, and it was like a week after he had just written another song. So it was like, okay, this guy's prolific, obviously. So, <laughs> but yeah, I write Does a lot it. of stuff. Um, also, record a lot of stuff. Um, and the um, that first album that it was kind of an EP that I, I put out by my that uh, Wavering Dream was the name of that. Um, at that time. Like we did, we did this song "Dear Singer," and we did that with our friend Evan um, Visick from the orchestra um, as well. And so we put out "Dear Singer," and then from then everything that I did was 
me doing like all the parts and all the harmonies and producing everything. So Long Gone Lone Longing, which is a mouthful of an album name, came out um, on Sonoblast Records a few years ago. Um, and so at that point, Joe, the idea of Joe Piano was my identity, kind of like uh, I had had a nickname Joe for several years. Most people know me as Joe. And so at that time when I was doing like most of the producing myself, it was kind of me doing everything. But the more we kind of played together, there was a point where, you know, then we recorded this live album where I kind of had this understanding with myself like that I want it to be understood as how you hear it live. So that the Joe Piano kind of became a band name instead of my name, you know. So when you made that transition from um, doing all the re recording, and it was um, was the live thing the first thing that was with anything other than just you doing your thing? No, uh, wait, I didn't understand that question. So like um, when, when you, you you talked about you. Oh, um, you talked about recording everything by yourself, doing it all, oh. doing it all, doing it all. And then you talked about the live album. Is that yeah. live album the first thing that you relinquished control and perfection on? Because the thing is, when you record a bunch and when you record everything, there is a sense of perfection that you demand from yourself. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, you know, that wasn't the well, it was the first time that I was putting it in somebody's hands in such a way that this is a live concert. We're recording. This will be on what it is, is on the album. That was a bit of a, I mean, but uh, we had Sam from Hidden Room Studios came and did that, did a great job. Um, love those guys. But in a creative way, no, because I had done a good bit of work with, with uh, Evan Visick on my songs that we did together. And then when I was... Mm, mm, uh, a decade ago, I, more than a decade ago, I was in a, a different band called BD that I was uh, a, a, a accompanist in that band. So, you know. All right. So kind of, I do want to talk about that. Uh, we we kind of skimmed over, but um, talking about the song. So we, we have four songs that you guys did and really, really well. I mean, it was killer, a killer set. Uh oh, I'm getting, getting limp on them. Hey. Yeah. Right. I hate there it when we that happens. We're back, baby. Hey, we're back. Don't worry. <laughs> Coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> um, you know, a couple of them were heavy, heavy as hell. I mean, they were heavy hitters. They, and, and when you talked about, you know, that phone call to John, it's and using, and you were at a spot, um, and, and maybe. Uh, big green mean gene whatever the hell yeah uh, mean gene yeah. the green bean. yeah so <laughs> yeah you may not even know this part of Jesse so this may be yeah uh, he does you know he's Jesse as or, or as I know him Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. <laughs> back back to when he Son. was with solo thing but yeah, uh, yeah. He, um no he's always been very open, open about about things i mean i don't i i don't know if that's just to me but it seems like to a lot of people you're pretty you're i think i've been like i think i've been kind of public about like uh mental my mental illness just kind of because for me it wasn't so much it felt like a secret if it wasn't known i don't so much like mention that not like a lot, like it, a lot of the time it used to have to be kind of for me to feel comfortable, comfortable around people that I, that they know, like, that is what I do. Like, 
Oh, the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I've always kind of felt like I'm, I've been really open and kind of, I guess, public about stuff that I deal with just because otherwise it feels kept to myself. Yeah. Um, well, and, you know, you can't write songs with uh, the lyrics and, and that that you have in, in Nosedive and Schizo Escape if if you aren't open to that. Yeah, there is a vulnerability right. that you already kind of share as a songwriter. Yeah. Um, but when you, when you go, when you allow somebody to kind of not only try to tell them how you feel, but see the things that you're, you're going through as well in a song, I think it allows for um, even more of that vulnerability to come through in the end. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it, it does, it is kind of a lean, lean in type of deal. It makes you uh, just approach it. I think in a different way as a, as a audience participant, to be able to kind of be drawn in with the lyricism. I think it's, I think it's cool on, on my end. You good over there? Did you hurt yourself? Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you so, can't play the next gig. Sorry about that. I think he's supposed to be playing a gig right now, but he backed out to be at the studio. Oh, you were good. Yeah. It was a solo. Yeah, solo. Sweet. Yeah. All right. So, solo uh, oral. You know, the the last song, uh, what was it? Heaven's Looking for an Angel. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys had mentioned you was the first time that you played together? Um, or played live or played Yeah, out? live together. It? We, it's never been on our, like, set list. So, I mean, Johnny, I mean, we can play a show of completely new songs and Johnny's just good. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's right. he's good. Like, um... But, I do a lot of list. I do a lot of listening and reacting. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's yeah. the name of the game for the for being a, a professional musician. You have to. You have to first of all be an expert listener. That is key, and then the second thing is, you have to be able to re react in a split mm -hmm. second if something changes because huh. all the time. You know, what's funny about that is, your the way that that uh, your progressions are not normal progression. So your reaction has to be even quicker. It's not the normal, you yeah. know, uh, Nashville easy stuff. It's, it's, it's a little bit more intricate and a little bit more thought out, um, and, and interesting. So, you know, once you, I'm sure one pass through, you're good, <laughs> but yeah, getting, you can't guess with you. You got to let, let it play out the first time. Well, and there's sometimes, cool. you know, in, in, in all jazz, as you know, there's oh, yeah. uh, there's blue notes, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I hit a lot of blue notes, but it's, no, it's how you get out of those right. blue yeah. notes. Wait, what's yeah. the saying? Uh, yeah. The the only thing that no determines doubt. if a note's wrong is the next note. That's right. Yes, yeah. that's right. My guys, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that next note's always a piece of shit. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> well, that's on my not your Sometimes end. it's the next three notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit that fourth one. We're back. Yeah, yeah, we're back. It's a little malicious. <laughs> I was going to address that that our band is Joe Piano, and there's not anybody playing the piano, as you can see. If you've <laughs> I didn't even ask. Been watching or, but so I came up with that. Well, I was like, uh, I'll I'll say I deal with uh, schizophrenia schizoaffective i've been diagnosed back and forth a million times but i hallucinate constantly and that's visual i'm um, hearing stuff but the most active is the visual stuff and that's kind of all the time um and but kind of when i've been in my worst spots that at those times um 
uh, shit, what was I talking about? I forget. Visual. Um, Visual. Uh, oh, yeah. Hallucinating. Hallucination. I guess started hallucinating. Um, but <laughs> the kind of thing that was the most um, bad of any of the uh, symptoms was just delusions. Like I had these really deep delusions that went in really far. Um, and during one of those kind of particular times where I was just kind of um, flying around, <laughs> um, I was kind of writing a lot of music on the on the piano because I do play keys too and synthesizers and um, I was like Joe Piano. I was like so I was like saying in my head I was like or out loud in myself Joe Piano Joe Piano and I was like that's that sounds like kind of uh, like noir kind of mm -hmm. in my mind. I had this weird concept of almost what I looked like to other people to myself. It was like a, a kind of a um, persona, I guess, and so I'd been writing a lot of music on keys at the time, but I kept the name. Um, I do play piano on a lot of recordings too, but live wise, I don't. All right. So play guitar. So when, uh, I guess since you opened the door, I, I hope we can talk about it, but what is that? What does that look like for you when you are going through an episode? Is that something that you, um, is, is something that's treatable with medication? Do you, or what, how does that affect your daily life? Um, I guess it, it, you get out what you put in is a kind of a good way to answer that. Cause when you continue to do drugs that you shouldn't do that, well, first, you know, I've, I've had a, you know, I've dealt with addiction for over 10 years, been clean a couple of years now. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. But you know, it's kind of, you know, those rock bottoms can look so not a big deal to you when you're doing drugs because you have drugs to do and you're, you know, people around you's feelings doesn't uh, really matter so much. So, and I happen to be like taken, like, I mean, I kind of messed around with all kinds of stuff, but um, it was like psychedelics is what I did most, like over the counter cough medicine, basically. And so while I had a pre existing hallucinating and, you know, mental illness already, um, that plus psychedelics for 10 years just kind of like spun me pretty far out there that it took a while to come back to just kind of being in the like atmosphere. Um, but so, you know, I guess if I don't, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's kind of, it's like, oh, I actually care about how this affects my folks and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Like you kind of, get time and perspective and then but also it's having not having really a desire to use so after a couple years of, of being clean do you feel like you are back to being center do you feel like you're, yeah. you're actually back to the the organic jesse joe piano original version of of what you were before all of this other stuff, regardless of any other mental diagnosed illness, but just being two years sober, do you feel like you're, you're, you're back? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'm back, but it feels more like I was never really here. I started hallucinating when I was like nine years old. So I had this, like, you know, I was having these visual hallucinations and stuff where I think a lot of how I can kind of, kind of hallucinate all the time but it not affect my behavior or how i 
interact with people. It's because I they started having them so early that it's almost like I kind of grew up thinking like it's like oh this is the standard or whatever. Um, but I had kind of struggled with a sense of reality for a long, long time. But yeah, I do feel now that I don't, I wouldn't say back, but kind of just in the next chapter, I guess moved on. Yeah. And it's not, it really isn't that easy. And I had to like really struggle with it to get to where it was different for me. Um, I mean, I, AA was a big part of my life for a long time. I don't s still go to meetings, but I also don't really think that recovery is a linear thing too. Um, that I don't think there's one way to do it, but I just, um, was lucky to had stopped at, at, you know, anytime that you stop, you're lucky to cut it off. Well, Look, now you're married. I am married. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, long have you been married? <laughs> I married my wife Bettina in uh, March. Wait, uh, April. April. Uh, almost 15. a year. You're moving up into a year, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. That doesn't happen to a dude that's uh, deep into addiction. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, if, if you do, it's not healthy. So, congratulations. And, dude, thank you. <laughs> I, I got to say, uh, John, for you, you probably watched or seen some of that from the peripheral and to see what. Um, you know, where he is now moving into being a married dude and, and, and playing music and, and doing good things. It has to be pretty cool to see on your end considering. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I was there for some of the, some of the really bad stuff. Yeah. I and so. to see him, to see him come out of that and be in the place where he is now is, is really great. So, yeah. And, you know, to, to still be able to, to make that music happen. I mean, that's how we started, right? So, and it was during that time. Yeah. And to, to kind of help ha see that progression of, like, how the music helped him, right? Talk um, about music therapy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I'm a self-music therapist. <laughs> yeah, well, it also sounds like you had two guys that were totally... Um, bought in to getting you out of whatever you were in. Well, yeah, we you know, well, I mean, you know, music is awesome, but it's some somewhere deeper than that. You believed in in, in him, yeah, and, true, and yeah. I think at at some point when you have people that buy in to you as a person, you can start to buy into yourself. You know, when you talk about playing those songs and and getting validation. Um, what's more important of a validation than realizing you're worth something, you know, that, 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 uh, you got people that got your back that, that'll take care of you. So, you know, it's cool to see you guys, um, because a lot of times you get band stories and stuff, but I think so, that sometimes it's a little deeper and I think you guys, uh, have a little bit deeper of a story than maybe sometimes y'all even think about, you know? Yeah. 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 Which makes sense because the music's good, guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. And I think I think the I don't know, I guess the 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 angle with when I was like producing my own stuff, and I still do. Um I mean I have several other um projects that I release under, but um the uh that with I don't know, because the 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 album, the mouthful, long gone, long, lone longing. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I mean, if you listen to some of the songs that are on that, and then listen to the live album, 
how the live album, it shows it kind of in a more stripped down live sense because on certain songs on the album before I had really elaborate, you know, like accompaniment and different parts and, you know, vocal harmonies. Yeah. And har harmonies. And I was, that kind of felt, you know, I was kind of orchestrating, but that was kind of me and my zone. And now that it's so much more of a thing where probably our next full album will be recorded, the three of us playing like we did. So, um, but also that, um, well, I mean, and I, I will say what he said about like believing in the music was also something that, um, that changed my life, I guess was cause I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, this project alone while has kind of in the process of me, like having a healing experience that I probably wouldn't have had without the project, you know, that, that I needed this, this band to happen to probably survive, you know, if you really think about it. You know, uh, before we get out of here, um, I do want to say a quick, uh, quick shout out, you know, uh, in the past, I don't know, not too many months, we've lost some, uh, some people in my circle that, you know, not young, long lives, but, uh, top hill family, uh, family of family. So the, but Jack West recently, Brent, who, was a part of this for a while and uh, hopefully someday will be again. Brent West uh, lost both of his parents in the last probably, you know, four months and it was pretty rough. Uh, but his dad, Jack, you know, <laughs> the, the biggest Jack was always around. I mean, ever since I was born, he was a part of my life, both his mom and dad, my, my dad and Jack <clears throat> were best friends from high school on. They got pictures together from them and the neighbors and they're all still together. They all still run around. And they, these two, unfortunately were, were the first two of that group to really, I mean, you know, that have been together forever to pass away and it sucks. But Jack West was the very first person that wasn't a, like my age that wasn't, that I gave original music to that validated me, that yeah. told me how good he thought it was. And not, it wasn't with the band stuff. It was when I finally was doing, writing what I really felt. And, um, you know, man, when you get that type of validation and you get that type of support as, as somebody that gives you that, that you're, you're good, you're worthy. It's awesome. There's nothing better. There's nothing that gives you a, a feeling or a jolt more than somebody that believes in you. And, you know, you hope to, you hope to be that for somebody else in, in one way or the other, but to get that is, is awesome. And, um, I just wanted to kind of, before we left here tonight, say just a, a big shout out to, uh, Jack and Barb West and the West family before we get out of here. Uh, but you guys, I do want to say I appreciate it that you all worked with us to get this thing uh, in yeah, here. Sure, sure. Thanks, Thanks for having us. You, it was yeah. an absolute pleasure, uh, not only to listen to your music, but to have this conversation. Uh, and before we get out of here, can you tell us and all our listeners and, and viewers where they can find you, where they can hear your music, 
what you got going on in the future, when we're going to get some new music, all that stuff. Yeah, so um, we've got, we, this past year we put out our first live album titled Live, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find Joe Piano, our, you can find our stuff on all streaming services um, and YouTube as well if you don't have those. Um, it'd be cool. Y'all can go to um, Guest Room and get a CD. Uh, and, and those have been sitting there for, for a long time, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so all, uh, all streaming services, we have an Instagram, uh, Joe piano band that I look at once every two months or so. I forget I have it sometimes. Um, but, but I think we are going to be, uh, what's next? I don't really know that right now. You know, you there's can a sort, there's on. a lot up mm-hmm. in the air right you now. You can source I mean, out your Instagram account. You know, you can find somebody who will take pictures and post yeah. stuff. Well, you don't have to do it all yourself. Gene yeah. here, Gene <laughs> here has, uh, he's moved You're to right. Illinois. Yeah. yeah. So, so Gene comes to town for the important stuff. Yeah. Like um, this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I and, hope you weren't on your way when I had to cancel. Oh, that. no, <laughs> no. I, I moved all my stuff, but I'm back in town right now. Oh, just okay. trying to he get, was already sell here. my car and everything. It worked you know? out. <laughs> okay. Okay. If anyone needs to buy a car, <laughs> what, what year you got, buddy? Advertise it real quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, actually, it's a four door. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was going to say that it's, when I say up in the air, it's not so much the project is not going to continue as much as that, you know, we're going to keep playing together and stuff and making more albums. Um, and yeah, but probably has to there's be a little bit more uh, planned with the yeah. Uh, with right. the well, and also the thing the thing about the project is me and Gene can play just the two of us and play mm-hmm. a set and it's great. Right. Or yeah. you know me and Johnny, but um. You know, I'm kind of right now looking for somebody, a harmonizer, um, to to harmonize. So I'm kind of, kind of like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like really just like putting that out there, but like I'm <laughs> kind of maybe thinking about some new people. Yeah, yeah. right on. But it's it's, it's but it's so tight knit and personal that it's almost weird to like. Right, you know, yeah. let a, a yeah. random guy in. Yeah, it's but, a group decision at this point, yeah, fellas. Yeah. It's a group decision. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you don't forget to subscribe to Top Hero Recording Podcast. Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. Spencer, I know he doesn't have a camera right now, but where can yeah. they find you? Uh, Instagram, just at spencer.corbin. Um, I am a luthier, so yes, uh, I can fix uh, fix instruments and build instruments. Um, so if uh, if those services interest you, please uh, hit me up. There you go. The man's good. It's Give awesome. him a shout. All right, you guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Until Thanks next for having time. us on. Until yes, next time. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Man.